Thanks for tuning in today. We entertain the village and talk about shit we stole. Hey, it's rage and pillage. Interviewing all the players, every place we feel it. Reminiscing on the days that we made it. Killing early, no chill, man. Got the Viking mindset. Bring the minds to your buildings, leaving fire behind us. So remind us, we drink till the drink diminish. Give a fuck what you think. Came to rage and pillage. Bitches, we're fucking back. Rage and Pillage podcast. Dot, 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 dot. Fucking ready to party today. I'm Burley, your host. As always, I'm joined by uh, the Black Boy Wonder, Josh, over here. I just realized that means BBW, and that's pretty fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, we fucking we're ready. we're fucking pumped today for this episode. Oh, yeah. uh, our guest is stand-up comedian, race car pig crew driver, or sorry, member, and uh, he's got a new show, Welcome to Texas, fucking Steen, Dean Stanfield's here. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's going on, man? You almost said my alter ego, Steen Danfield. Oh, no, hell, hell. That's, that's, the, that's the poor name. I get it. I get it. Hell, yeah. Now, what the fuck's been going on? You, I, I just found out you were in Houston. You just told me that earlier. I was like, shit, we could have made this happen in person. Oh, that would have been great. I wish I'd have thought about it. Um, I didn't know you guys. I guess that's where I met you guys was at a skank fest, right? Like yeah, yeah I, me and you met briefly. I saw you in the in the box in there and yeah. my eyes just kind of drew to that fucking mullet, bro. And, uh, <laughs> it gets people drawn in. Man. It gets we, people drawn in. we were fucking laughing our asses off. You look like America. Yeah, yeah. I hope I look like Texas, dude. I look oh, like the good parts of America. Well, I mean, jo- go. Josh is over in uh, was it Miss Alabama? Alabama. Oh, yeah, so oh, Josh, like beautiful greenery behind you, man. Yeah, he lives yeah, where the Ozarks yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. It, next time you're in Houston, let's let's set it up. We'll fucking go hang out. I'll eat, I want to go see some more comedy. Hell but yeah. uh, so you got you got a new show out. I do, I do. We just filmed uh, episode number two. Uh, it's uh, we just got done with uh, noodling. So I took fuck uh, yeah. I took four comedians out, and we uh, so noodling in Texas, Alabama. It's been legal there for since you know Davy Crockett's time. Uh, but uh, in Texas, it was illegal up until 2020. No shit. And so like I've done it before, but it was just me and my cousins messing around. Running from the game wardens, just trying to do. Why was it illegal? Do you know? Yeah, so there's a bunch of like theories that go back. I don't think there's any like um, like wild reasoning, Um, but from what I understand, my grandpa told us that the reason they got rid of noodling was Texas. We don't have the kind of soil that Alabama has. uh, You know, Georgia, Louisiana, where you can get all these like potholes that are just naturally made. Yeah, crawfish grow well there. They don't really grow well in Texas. Um, just have like really rocky soil. And so you got to put things, um, they're still catfish, but they're not, they're not like, they don't burrow as much. And so Uh, it's harder to find them. So what, what rednecks were doing was they were taking tractor tires and, uh, washing machines and dryers and they were just dumping them in the rivers to give these catfish places to hide. And then people were hitting them with their boats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause catfish are, 
catfish are half retarded, right? Like they can't swim well, out once they go into a hole. They can't come out that type of thing. Oh no, they definitely can. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, well, you know what? I'm a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they're retarded or not, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a, someone told me that with, they were in Louisiana, and somebody told me that they would fucking they would throw Christmas trees into their lake, like yeah. after they were done. Okay, okay. Well, you know. Uh oh, what just happened? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That was uh, me. That was me. Sorry. And the catfish would go into the goddamn tree and yeah. just kind of wouldn't be able to figure out how to get out. So that's how they would just fucking, huh. I don't know. Might be horseshit. It's Louisiana people, dude. Fuck yeah, those, asses, they don't know <laughs> those French Cajuns, man. They got, it's, it's half of my kin folk is, is, is Louisiana, and they're not the brightest. Um, <laughs> we're good at like fixing shit and, and figuring out how to catch stuff, but. Uh, as far as word progression goes. So are uh, you are you born and raised Texas? I am. I was born in Alpine, Texas, uh, which is out by Big Ben. I was an uh-oh okay. baby in college. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Hell yeah. My mom. Straight my mom up uh-oh babies, both. dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Beating these, uh, beating these laws up. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I was born. I was an uh-oh baby in college. Uh, my dad was uh, attending, uh, doing rodeo, and he was ranch. He was cowboying at a local ranch in uh, Fort Davis. And my mom was there on a uh, basketball scholarship. And uh, they were oh, 19. Shit. And so, uh, yeah, had me up there in Alpine. And then uh, afterwards, I, so I grew up all over Texas. I, like, we, you know. Um, you, you, you and Burley have that in common, being an O.O. baby. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, well, I grew up in a very religious household, so it was, uh, I was okay. a blessing. So, Mine was. Is that what they call you? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I was, uh, I was Jennifer's kid. Hmm. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, but um, uh, yeah, no. So, um, yeah, so I grew up all over Texas. Uh, East Texas is where my uh, one of my grandparents uh, lives out there, and uh, most of my cousins and stuff live in Louisiana. So I grew up. Like summers, I don't know how everybody else did summers, but summers for me was um, my dad would take me to one of my grandparents and I would spend pretty much the entire summer. Oh, there. nice. Yeah, it was the same way, dude. I talk to people all the time. They're like, <laughs> pretty much. remember staying in town. And I'm like, dude, yeah, my parents couldn't much. afford daycare. Like they went. Yeah, oh, daycare was not a thing. Yeah. I, I was watching myself yeah. at a young age. Yeah. I remember, dude, how old are you, Dean? Uh, 28. Okay. You might be just past this generation, but were, did your parents ever toss you outside and say, drink out of the hose? You know, this is your day. You're not coming back well, inside. hundred percent. Hell yeah. 100%. Okay. <laughs> my dad, uh, so we grew up, uh, uh, the bulk of my kind of raising was uh, like five, five years old till like sophomore in high school. Uh, my dad lived in Florence and my mom lived in Gerald. So like neighboring towns, okay. so like super podunk, small towns. And um, both my mom and my dad, my dad would like, he would come home at like noon and he'd put a sandwich outside with some yep. like Kool-Aid. And if the dogs <laughs> got to it first, the dogs got to it first. You, know, like, yeah, like, you gotta be quicker like, than that, know. son. Yeah. My mom was more like, uh, she would, uh, she'd take me to work with her. Um, or if not, she was like, all right, uh, you know, you can stay at the house, but you're not coming inside until I get back. So take your risk. Yeah, that was. But it was that, fun. That I, was, I grew up. We had you know tons of country around us. I had stock tanks and 
cows to chase and single child. Uh, between my mom and my dad, yes, but they both got remarried and different. Um, my mom had one kid, and my dad had three more. Was there is there a big difference between y'all? Yeah, okay. I was. They learned their lesson for a while. Okay, so okay, <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. I think uh, I think only childs. I said single child. That sounded like an idiot. <laughs> so he he ain't fucking yet. Um, <laughs> now only child shit. Uh, you end up growing like fucking. You talk to yourself a lot. I bet, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh 100%. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I'm there too. You make me feel weird about it. I'm like, hey man, I was all, I was my only friend. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure, dude. My imagination uh, is through the goddamn roof. Sometimes and, you need expert advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen to that. Dude. So yeah, grow it. I remember. I'd have a stick in my backyard doing barrel rolls and hip shots like I'm fucking Schwarzenegger because you know I got nobody else to play with. I'm shooting birds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking thinking I'm Schwarzenegger. So you said your dad was in the rodeo. Yeah. So my dad, uh, you know, high school rodeo through college rodeo, <laughs> and then he did a little bit of pro. Uh, he was a bull rider, saddle bronc, and a bareback rider. Okay. He did a little roping too, but not much. I have a theory about rodeo stuff and and i and i watched your your first episode of your show uh, okay is it just me or does do rodeo clowns not get the pussy they deserve no they're, they get all of the pussy do they really <laughs> do they really? Dude, dude. so there's if there's one thing like bull riders they get laid uh ropers they got enough money to get laid either way uh they're just like rich boys um and uh, anybody in the rodeo, like, you got a pretty fair chance, right? But the clowns, like, women love men they can try to fix. Oh, shit. And every single clown. Like, dude, it, it, they would show up and, like, that's the difference between clowns and, and cowboys, I think. Cowboys, we try to we try to pick up the chicks that are in the stands. The clowns bring backups with them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they just show up with girls. <laughs> Well, that kind of just blew my whole theory apart because I always thought yeah, you, yeah. everybody. I mean, if you're into rodeo, you know the the riders' names and stuff. But it, I mean, there's not exactly playing cards for fucking the clowns. No, they're unsung heroes. Yeah, for, a long for while. sure. <laughs> it's kind of changing. The culture of it's kind of changing. There's a lot more, especially with social media. Yeah, like, there was no way for clowns to get their name out there. You know, where whereas rodeos, uh, people were coming to see the cowboys. And it just wasn't like there was just the clowns that were, you know, bullfighters is what they're called now. They're getting up and oh, they're changing oh, the culture. You call them clowns, they get upset. Highfalutin yeah. names over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, one of the guys in there, Zane Lair, uh, really good friend of mine. And, um, and he's a bad dude, bad dude. Um, but he was the one in the Joker mask, okay. the Joker face paint. And, um, and yeah, dude, every time I see him, he's got like a – you know, I don't. I don't call him out on this. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> now he's. Uh, hey, he's, you, he's, you brought a different girl last got, week, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he comes to some comedy shows, and uh, um, no, he's got his. He's got his girlfriend. He brings uh, with him, um, but every single time, like that dude, if he's never single, I guarantee he's never single. No shit. Okay, I didn't. Well, that blew my whole theory apart. I've been I've been singing the song of the rodeo clown forever, and apparently yeah. they're already doing all right. Yeah, no, fuck y'all. I mean, <laughs> no, they they are not fine. They are out of their minds, but they're getting laid a lot. <laughs> yeah, I have to imagine the the clown area near the campers is kind of like the Renaissance Fair campgrounds. Just oh, yeah, heavy like drugs. Carnies. Yeah, <laughs> just heavy fucking drugs. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, you're going to have to hook me up with some names of some rodeo clowns because I want to party with them. 
Hell yeah. Dude. I don't know shit about here. rodeo other than the big Houston one that happens, you know? I miss one of the biggest in the in the country. Uh, but, I, man, everybody goes to the big rodeos. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for grassroots. So okay. every, almost every town has, I mean, you might have to drive a little bit. But they've got their own local rodeos and ranch rodeos. And those, man, if you love watching wrecks, if you love watching people get messed up, those are the best places to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's we me had, for we sure. One last, I think we had one last weekend, not like two miles from my house. Yeah. And they'll let anybody on those things. That's why they're crazy. Like, that's how I, I mean, I, I, I rode bulls for a little while. And so. What I, the fuck is that like? Oh, it's amazing. It was great. Until it wasn't, and then it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I saw what happened to Luke to Perry, dude. It didn't look fun at all, bro. It's some, <laughs> I've been in some bad accidents, and um, I've been in some hairy situations. But for them, like I grew up idolizing rodeo. Like my dad really? was, you know, my dad was the the pinnacle of all men, you know, and he was a bull rider. So, could, so could you, know, you sit? Kind of what I got. Could you sit on the couch and just watch bull riding? I have, yeah. No, no shit. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you learn, it's just like anything else. Like, there's the people that watch UFC for the, um, for like just keep watching people getting punched in the face. Yeah. And then there's the people that watch it for like the technical. Right. Like, you, everything has its own, like, you know, um, its own subtle nuances to why it's, why it's entertaining, you know? Like, it is a guy just getting on a bull and getting thrown off, but the way that he, the way that he, you know, you know, the way that he turns uh, as he's reading the bull, what he's doing. So there's definitely um, a technique to it. Oh, yeah, 100%. In, so in, in my head, I mean, I'm not, I would never get on a goddamn bull. There's no fucking way. Hey, but you, you, I'm you not are, disparaging you watching, it. Now. Sorry, go ahead, finish. No, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, so you weren't watching watching his episode today going, oh, man, you only stayed on there for two and a half seconds. You pussy, I could have stayed on there for longer than that. No. Dude, I love it when people say that. I love it when people no, say I that. No, I know. I'm just bullshit because <laughs> I know I couldn't do it either. Oh, man, some of those comedians were like, you saw like some of them were just like super confident. And yeah. Oh, the one dude, I remember the one dude, I was like, I'm ready for him. And I think he had the least time. <laughs> oh, really? Was it Spencer, the, the one that was like, Ooh, oh, the sleeveless the, guy with the, yeah, I want to yeah. say, with, uh, I think he had a blue shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, he had sleeveless off. Yeah, he had like two and a half seconds. <laughs> I, 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 I do was wanna... like, oh, I got seven and a half seconds. And then I, and then I heard it, heard it say it. it was like two and a half seconds. He was like, oh, and I was like, oh, that's what you get. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> you play the bad guy, sometimes you lose. Uh-huh. I do want to give a shout out. I forget his name. You'll know his name. The long haired guy <laughs> with the glasses in, in the show. Adam Lucky. Yeah, he was at Skankfest as well, and his set bro. was fucking killer, bro. <laughs> Adam Lucky is a, a savage. Yeah. Adam Lucky does, I've got stories about Adam Lucky. We can talk for days. We'll have to get both of y'all on one of these days, man, because that, oh, that dude cracked me the fuck up. If you All got right. anything as far as, like, like you can't say this, you can't say that, or if like, any of that, Adam's going <laughs> to oh, yeah. cross that Dude, yeah, the people that listen to this show can't have that because – Every week, it, I, mean, I think this is the longest we've gone on a show without bringing up dicks. In all honesty, I mean, I it's coming. Say it. <laughs> oh, dude, let's get it. I'm right now. Well, hey, before we actually dive into like the main part of the show, fucking give us your plugs. We always get too drunk and we forget to do the plugs at the end. Okay. So we knock them out early on. Hell yeah. So hit us with your plugs, bro. Yeah, so uh, my, um, my TV show is coming out. The next episode is going to drop uh, end of August, and that'll be on YouTube. Welcome to Texas. 
my Instagram is Dina Stanfield. That's where I post all my stand up. That's where I post my dates. Uh, if you kind of follow me through that, um, also where I post all my nat- all, all the uh, racing stuff. Um, and then just recently, my TikTok started uh, hopping off. That's a Hell mullet yeah. and croc guy. Mullet so, and what? Awesome. Mullet and croc guy. And you're not going to find any dancing videos. It's just me talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> you got to get some dancing in there, bro. You can be that yeah, guy. Who's, who's that guy with the mullet that does that wonky dancing like to the hip hop? With the you know with like his ankles are bending all over. I have no idea. God damn Honestly, it! Like I try, I try, like I try to stay off as much social media as I can. I do like Instagram. I, I watch some Instagram, but TikTok, like I feel like it's just butts and puppy videos is my algorithm. Oh no, so you I'm gotta like, you gotta fix that algorithm, sir. Yeah, mine is all hot hot bitches, fucking people with mental disorders and midgets. It's fucking just tons of that <laughs> shit, dude. Is that just what you type in? Is <laughs> yeah, that, I just, <laughs> hey, no, it just comes up and we just like the video. And, and that's it. <laughs> oh, I just I guess I don't like enough stuff. I just like I'm just scrolling. Oh, and everyone okay, wants okay. like a big oh. butt, and I'm like, oh. hey, well. That's, <laughs> Or the well, puppy videos always get me. I'm like, oh, you got like a puppy video? What am I, a monster? And I forget <laughs> who it was, but somebody like proved that, you know, if you watch enough videos, it just like knows what you're thinking moving forward. Like, so yeah, it, like, all your videos. Yeah, for sure. I don't, want my, I don't want my TikTok figuring out what I'm about. It's about exactly how the fuck I am. I hope, I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but I really hope that fucking everybody got out of Bitcoin in time because, goddamn, I'm just watching it plummet right now. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, you fuck with the crypto at all, dude? Man, I got I got uh, 800 Doge coins. Yeah, how's that doing? Like half a Bitcoin, and I'm just like, I'm just... How long ago did you get the Bitcoin? Uh, I got the Bitcoin... Uh, 2014. Oh, dude, it was cheap as shit then, dude. Yeah, that was pretty, that's pretty, that's shit. You probably got it at a good price then. Yeah. Okay, so and this then, this um, drop right I now isn't a, bothering I you. I got a full one. I got one full one. And then, like, I think outside of the pandemic, I sold it and it, like, half of it, because you can sell shares yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I sold, I was just like, I'm doing stand up and I wanted to go, I think I was trying to go to Oklahoma City for a week. And they were paying me, but like not much. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just go on there. And I saw that, you know, you could split that Bitcoin up. My buddy told me about it. So I was like, it was a fucking cool six grand. Hell yeah, dude. And yeah. I think it was like, even after like the taxes and stuff I took out, it was still six grand. You so have to pay like, taxes right, on oh, crypto? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, you have so to pay whatever, taxes on crypto? it goes. And then I saw it got up to like $50,000. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You just said something that kind of bothered. Do I have to pay taxes on crypto? Yeah, we yeah you have out. to pay a taxes. It's it's a capital gain. Yeah. You have to pay taxes on anything that you on ca- taxes on anything that you make on anything. Well, we are going yeah. to yeah, yeah, have to change. Yeah, I was about to say we are going to have to change this <laughs> subject because uh, your boy yeah. cashed out during the pandemic as well. And, uh, <laughs> well, they no, should have sent you something. Oh no, they keep, they, they, they keep the asking end. for oh. my tax status, and I'm just like, yeah, you're trying to get me in a scam. So we're going to go oh, ahead and ignore that. Hold on, they are getting you in a scam. Yeah, but it's one that's serious. <laughs> the one the scam that will get you in a cage. Audit- soon. <laughs> Uncle Sam is definitely going to get, yeah, yeah. Have y'all ever been audited? No, thank D- God. Yeah, I never have either. I've I mean, they can audit whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it on, bitches. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> got to be, now, it's got to so be like, super hard for you, right? Because it's all based on the honor system, right? 
Like, did you and actually I'm an work? Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We won't go. <laughs> we won't go too deep into that. <laughs> but that, that is a good. That is a good question, guy. though. Like, uh, okay, stand-up comedian. How'd you get into that? Let's let's start there. Man, so I wanted to be a stand-up since I was a little kid, uh, but I, um, you know, I just had a. I had a pretty rough, uh, rough and fun childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I always, uh, kind of gravitated towards stand-up comedians. Um, whereas like my heroes were like cowboys mostly. And then up until like 10 or 11 years old. And then after that, uh, you know, cowboys were still like, that was still pretty ingrained in me. Like that's what, you know, yeah, that that's, looks pretty badass still. Um, but then I started saying, I saw like Sam Kinison, Rodney Carrington, uh, I saw um, Larry the Cable Guy, the Ron White. Yeah. Um, I started seeing those guys, and those guys reminded me of, like, my favorite part of Cowboys, which was, like, my dad would take me around, you know, either if it was a, not mock cattle drive, but, like, a branding or uh, a cattle cutting. Yeah. Um, we'd go out there, or even a fish camp, hunt camp. Anytime I ran into these Cowboys, my favorite part was, like, behind the chutes, or around a campfire, they would just tell these funny stories. And so, and it was just like listening to all their wild shit that they would say. And that was my favorite part. So and I saw some fucking characters. Stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that's my favorite part about, you know, like the, the getting stomped by cows part's pretty rough. <laughs> but, but can I just go do what they, what that is? But it's, you know, there was no way for a, you know, that I could see on how to do it. And so, um, I just got out of high school, started doing rodeo, and then uh, quit that pretty quick. Uh, uh, I was dating a girl that was like, basically, if you want to, you know, keep this going after high school, you need to go get a job and do something with your life. And so I, uh, I did, and then um, went started uh, started building power lines, oh, and shit. then uh, I went to a couple of open mics, and like every time I would go, I would, I would do well. No shit. And yeah, like I mean, it was like. I remember there were some rough ones. Uh, I was, I, that's what I was about to ask you. Have you how many times have you ever bombed? Oh, I, I bombed uh, this weekend. <laughs> uh, like no, I wouldn't say I bombed this weekend. I had like a I had a, a kind of a rough set, and it was an outdoor show. Well, that's um, part that's part of it, though, right? Like, yeah, I mean, if you're working on new stuff, like I'm a very I'm a storytelling comedian, and I lose interest in my own bits. Uh, like long before the crowd does. And so yeah. like I'm telling this story and I'm telling it, I got to be excited about it. And so I'm, I try to have new stuff like every three to six months. Like I try not to hold on to shit too long. Um, right. But, uh, but in order to do that, you gotta, you gotta be okay with failing. Oh yeah. And you gotta be okay with bombing right, and sure. staying stupid shit. And then just being like, all right, well that doesn't work. And <laughs> you get better at like mitigating that, right. you know? I feel like um, you're describing right. me every week on this show. I say something. I say some real off the wall shit, and nobody laughs. I'm like, all right, well, moving on from that. <laughs> I made a, I made a dead kid joke within 24 hours of that Uvalde shooting, and people got weird. That was so. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was fucking. That was fucking bad. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's tied to you, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it got quiet real fast in here. But yeah. uh, so yeah, do you mean like so? What what gave you the urge to like, for instance, 
I've always wanted to do fucking stand up. I just don't have the yeah. balls to go do an open mic, right? So on the podcast, it's a little bit more controlled. I can handle this shit, right? So yeah. like, like what, what were you the funny kid at school? I was the funny. I was yeah, mostly. And yeah. I've, I, I wouldn't say funny as much as just I have this whatever you call it luck uh, or whatever it is that people just like me. Oh, nice. I have like, I have like a likable face. I have a likable voice. I have a likable personality. And so I was always just, if if I wasn't making people laugh, I was making people like I was hyping people up, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just always, I I, I never wanted to be the the sad guy. And so um, it made me happy making other people happy. And so whatever that looked like, you know, if it was, you know, making somebody laugh or being like, Hey, watch this. And I would go do something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was the friend that everybody's like, Oh, Dean will do it. You know, like, uh, I think, uh, high school, my buddy was doing donuts in the parking lot. Yeah. And then he was like drifting around a corner and we were hanging out with some girls and my buddy was like, Dean, I bet next time he drifts around, I bet you won't just like dive into the back of his truck. And I was like, fucking watch this. Dude. Oh, shit. And, like, and the girls were like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, you can't hold me down. I'm a fucking wild salad. You watch it. <laughs> and so I just fucking, and I'd done it before. We'd done it, you know, um, just messing around at the ranch and stuff. And he wasn't going that fast. He was just slowly drifting around the corner. And I just headlong dive into the back of this truck. And he's got a barbecue pit and cement bags. Oh, shit. So it's like, it's fine if you just like tuck and roll. It's easy to just jump in the back of a truck, you know? Um, no, it's not easy. Did. did you just say it's easy? Uh, what the it's, fuck? <laughs> it's like drifting around a corner. He's kind of going slow. You just run over there and fucking dive on in, dude. It's easy money, <laughs> dude. Especially if you're just like a young testosterone-filled 17-year-old trying to get oh, some pussy. Dude, right, dude, I mean... Know? It's easy then. <laughs> I, I came up during the jackass generation, and that's what we did, no, no. dude. We yeah. all... like. We all were just wanted one friend to have a video camera, and then we were gonna be famous. This is pre YouTube, all that shit. Yeah, dude, we fucking we were jumping off of roofs into dumpsters, not knowing what was in said dumpster, and all kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one Rolling thing: down. don't jump into a bunch of insulation because it looks soft. Like I'm a uh, oh boy, oh Did yeah, dude. In 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 our fucking, fucking boxers, in our boxers, it's the stupidest oh. thing ever. Stupidest thing ever. Uh, terrible. Yikes. All right. Yeah, so dude, we had a lot of fun. I mean, um, doing crazy stuff like that. Uh, oh, but so, yeah. So I'm like, I don't, uh, there's too many, like, um, I feel like when I try to be just like extra, extra funny, it never worked out for me. So right. like, I would just, like, I'd have people going and then I'd be like, I would turn on a different face and then be like, I would say something. And then they'd be like, it was always weird and crazy. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? And I'm like, we were just friends five minutes ago. What happened? <laughs> so I had to like, I like push that part, push that part of me down. But I always, I always love making people, you know, whatever it is, whatever we're going through, like see the, you know, see the funny side of it or, you know. Are you, are you, are you always on? Like I'm always on. If there's more than two people around. Yeah. I want to be center of attention. I'm always on fucking, I'm going to try to make everybody laugh. Is that. Are you similar way or no? I, well, I mean, so, I mean, you talk to my friends, it might be a little different story, but for me, uh, since I was in like, like very early age, my grandpa who did a lot of my raising, um, I was like that when I was a kid, like always trying to be in the center of attention. And so he like, he wouldn't, he never like, uh, was anything physical about it. Yeah. But he would just like, he'd be like, he would cut me down. 
Ah, okay. okay. It wasn't in a bad way, but he would see like, like that's, you know, he'd be like, hey, you know, you don't always have to be the center of attention, you know? And you don't always have to talk. He would say things like that, or he'd be like, hey, you can just be cool for a little bit. Like, <laughs> well then, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so that really grained into me now where like, I'm, I'm very like self-conscious about it, where if like I'm out, I know that that's that kind of personality in, in me. And so I try to like, okay, I need to just be cool and let other people talk. And that's, man, that always seems to get better, you know, better reactions. And like, you know, like I'm like, it makes the group come together better. Oh, well, I apologize to every group I'm a part of. I say that to say, I, sometimes I do not hear that. And so oh, <laughs> I am still like, my buddies, my friends will like turn around and we're talking about like drinking stories, but like, Every story I asked them this weekend, because you guys asked me about the pillage and the rage. Yeah. And so I'm like, I mean, I am 100% that guy that, like, gets hammered at weddings and dances with granny and does keg stands. And, like... Cannot wait. Oh, dude. Like, I mean, like, uh, I, I, just, like, six months ago, um, during the... Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We need to save that one. Okay. 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 We'll yeah, so yeah, good for, call. Good call. I was balls, yeah, I was balls deep into this now. story. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> We're only 30 minutes in. Hang on <laughs> okay. Well, what, so if you ask my friends, every single time they told the story in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm very reserved and I'm very like respectful and I'm not making sure nobody's, uh, you know, going to get offended at anything, you know? Right. And, uh, but you asked them, I was asking the funniest stories and they gave me like 40 or 50. Oh, like, shit. oh, you remember when you did this? You remember when you did this? And, and like, you turn around and Dean's like, you know, dancing on the pool table or some shit or, you know, and I get away with stuff. That's the other thing. Like, I just, for whatever reason, cops, like, I don't have any criminal history, but I've done a bunch of shit. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I just get out of stuff, man. Like, people just, when they see me doing something, they're like, ah, oh, it's just Dean. Like, it's it's going to be funny. Because you yeah. have. You've got the you've got the mullet and you've got the mustache and they're like ah he's just having a fucking good time man yeah, you can't stop a guy from having a good time he's just fucking around a little bit you know when, when yeah. did the mullet come into play in your life man three and a half years ago I decided to uh, I'd always wanted one and my dad and grandpa both were like you're not having a mullet you're not like we're already trailer <laughs> trash you're not gonna be parading around town <laughs> and so uh, yeah, I mean I I grew up in a trailer and. Um, and, you know, my dad was a rodeo cowboy. And so there was definitely a lot of, and it's more of like from my grandpa's side, he was very aristocratic uh, of sorts, although he was still like, he was still country and Texan. Yeah. Uh, but he came from, uh, he was in the racehorse business. Oh, shit. And so he, he bred racehorses for a long time. So uh, there was a certain aspect of like, hey, you need to act right. Like you need to, you know, um, don't don't go around presenting yourself. You know, you need to. You're Stanfield, so you need to have a certain amount of, you know, <laughs> dude, raise your Stan, chest up. Dude, be, Stanfield does sound like a fucking uppity named kind of, right? Like, yeah. we are part, <laughs> we're part of the Stanfield clan. You know, yeah. like, I don't know what that accent was, but you know what I mean. Fucking definitely <laughs> family pride there, like last name pride. My grandpa, I mean, instilled in you or what, but he uh, he was definitely like, you're Stanfield. You don't act like that, you know? Like, you're, shit. You're, like you're better hey, than that, anybody that's else. Like that's a good stuff. thing to have, though, because I always wish that my dad would have said, "You know what? You're a fucking Daniel, and just don't don't be a dickhead." 
Yeah, I'll take nothing from nobody. I never got any of that. We have two first names. You have to not be a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Great advice, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. That's great. Fucking, uh, hey, you mentioned Rodney Carrington earlier. That's a name I haven't thought about in years, dude. Fucking, okay, I want to know because you said he was one of your guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, were you a little upset when he went super like family friendly and like, not really, really? Um, I, I think that especially not now that I, as a comedian, yeah. Um, and I can see what he was doing and what he was, I was, I'm, I hate, I hate saying this out loud because it's definitely like possible that I'm going to get to meet him and like, right, we're still in, right, right, right. In the same realm. And I don't want to be too like when you meet your, you know, you don't want to be like a fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. But, for sure. Right. Rodney Carrington was 100% one of the reasons I, I became a stand-up or no recognized shit. that it was possible. Um, my dad got his album, Laugh You Bastards, uh, on, uh, on DVD um, when, I was, when I was nine or ten. I was like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And they got it for Christmas. And so we took the present that we got, and uh, me and my cousins went outside, and they locked the house, they locked the house up. And then we snuck back inside and we were watching. I was watching my dad and my aunt and my uncle watch Rodney. And I could only hear like half of it. Yeah. But dude, he was just, my dad was crying laughing. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so we eventually, we snuck that DVD and I watched that DVD probably, you know, two, 200 times. I mean, just like every night I'd get in there, like after my dad went to sleep and I'd just like watch it and watch it and watch it. And so when he went... I became a fan like right as he was going into being family friendly. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, um, which it kind of like not ruined his, not ruined his, it ruined his brand, but it didn't ruin him as a comedian. No, it's I'm like sure, he, I'm sure he's doing well, you know, I'm well, sure he's he, also not doing very well. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, he's been divorced and he, uh, his divorce, he hit, took his uh, divorce. Looks like it hit him pretty hard. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so you know what? Let's start a uh, a GoFundMe for our boy Rodney. Oh, I'm, I'm re- I, I want to wait because like when, I want to get just when, a little bit better before he meets me, and then I'm oh, gonna okay. bring him out of retirement. <laughs> when did his stand up say when he came out when he was divorced and he like put on all that weight? Yeah, that's when. That's about when it started. Yeah, how that's do when, I not when, know when, about when all this shit? Come, when did that one come out? I remember that, watching it. That one was like 2016, 2015, oh. maybe. Because oh, laughter, damn, the one that right really before, that long ago? yeah, oh, shit. he, uh, damn. so in 2011, 2010, 2011, he had his last album that I think was good, um, which was, uh, laughter, laughter's best medicine. And it's yeah, him and the angels are on the side. And that one, I was, that one made me cry laughing like that one. And I watched it, I watched it. And then I watched him do it live. Well, and it was just even- like. Didn't he have a Netflix special sometime? So that was that was the Netflix. That was one. it. That was the first Netflix. 2016, really? No, no, no. 2012 was the first one, and then he came out like he's talking about his kids and he's talking about uh, where you know him and his wife are together, um, and then they've got like the uh, you know the one that he sings where he's uh, uh, it's him and Toby Keith. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's I that, that one. Oh, that one's great, and he's got this whole story where he goes to Toby's house. And Toby locks him in the basement, and it's like a sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's just like telling this really long story about Toby. And I, 
I grew up a Toby Keith fan too. And so yeah. he just, the way he paints that entire story was just like, it was, it was amazing. And then right after that, his wife divorced him and then he started to go downhill. It and looks, wow. looks like he just put out a song last year. Really? It's called, it's called, that. it's called let me in. It's a single. It says 2021 on Spotify. Fuck it. Let's Ugh. give it, let's give it a couple seconds. Okay. I'm going to go piss right quick. All right. Isn't it? What the fuck? Oh, here we go. That's such a good voice. Come on. Let me in. I promise it's okay. You can't get pregnant. If we do it this way, <laughs> he's in. He's back. Relax and you'll be fine. Trust me when I say it's all okay. Here I come, just let go. Let my love and flow. Let every problem that you've ever had just pass. And baby, let me stick it in. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, fucker's back. Dude, so that's like, he's back, man. <laughs> yeah, like, Morning yeah. Wood. That reminds me of, like, that Morning Wood that, album. That Morning Wood album is is one of my favorite albums of comedy ever, dude. Just because yeah. of, uh, I think that's the one he tells the story about having his mom's douche in the fucking bathtub. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then he does the titties and beer song, which is oh. a fucking classic. That was the first time I ever saw a pair of titties was on was when he sang titties and beer on the uh, uh, Live at the Majestic. Oh, shit. And those girls, like, pop their, you know, pop their tops off. You only get, like, a brief thing. But as a 10-year-old, I was like, oh, oh this is amazing. This is what I want to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that, king, dude. That, that's a good question. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Josh, what was the first TV titties you ever saw? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Fucking channel, I think it was, like, channel 99, like, this... The, the old the, the, do we count the, the spice channel ever, yeah <laughs> that you couldn't ever actually get on cable and then, yeah. and then it would come up just for a second you're like oh there it is there Does, it is that was either a dog either that or I'll tell you and if I can't and if it wasn't that that's probably it but before HBO was like super fucking popular and like really expensive and stuff then yeah. or whatever uh, I would go spend the night at my grandparents house and uh what is it? Uh, Hotel Erotica? Oh, hell yeah. Sounds awesome. That's what used to come on HBO. So I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to go spend the night at Grandma's house. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to sleep on the couch. I'm going to sleep on the couch, Granny. This is uh, why Grandma's get, put plastic on yep. their furniture, bro. Yeah. And then <laughs> if I could hear, I could hear, if I thought that I heard somebody walking down the hall, now, oh, change the channel right quick, you know? Oh, yeah. And like, Okay, nobody came in here in 20 seconds when after I heard the pop in the hallway. All right, put it back on Hotel Rock. That's right when you <laughs> that's right when you popped in your pants. On Grandma's Dude, my my number my first one ever which probably kind of fucked me up to this day was goddamn Total Recall, The Lady with the Three Tits. Was Schwarzenegger? Do you remember Arnold Schwarzenegger? Sorry, what? Total Recall, the chick had three tits? Yeah. 
Oh, we're pulling this see it through the yeah. Pull, can you sh- share can you the share screen? That? This is why we get kicked off YouTube I, every week. I, All right. I, look, I just <laughs> want to say something right quick. Yeah. So this thing, I put three beers this thing <laughs> before I started. In forty minutes, I've had three beers. <laughs> Yo, I'll try to catch up, dude. I didn't know that's what we were doing. <laughs> oh yeah, like, we get trashed <laughs> on here, dude. Is this bad or I don't know? Yeah, there's there's a reason we have a few, more than one six hour podcast because we just get too goddamn drunk. There we go. Finally found it. Okay. God damn it. Yo, I wonder how long. Like, I wonder what generation was the last generation to like. What maybe it's all, probably our dads, but where they like saw their first titty in person. Like that had to be amazing, dude. First, because like we see, it, oh, we're just saw like, the first one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, I mean, for the last what forty years, almost everyone, almost every single guy has seen a titty before he's seen. Like he's seen a picture of a titty or a video of a titty before he actually got to see that titty. But some dudes were out there just like seeing them in oh yeah. She's a babe and a half. Do you think? Oh so shit! This is from the 2012 version. But anyways, the, whatever the 1980s version of Total Recall was, when I was able to watch it at a friend's house when I was 12 or whatever. Yeah. So you and it just sets you up just for <laughs> oh for debauchery. <laughs> for it set, it yeah. sets me up for debauchery because I can't fucking look at anything correctly. Like there's no missionary for but, your boy. Yeah. <laughs> but but if you're if your wife, girlfriend, whatever, if they pulled that shit out, is that weird or is that like, oh fuck, yeah. Wait, you mean like a like a third nipple? <laughs> no. I mean, if they actually had a third fucking boob like that. Oh, like no, we're going to be OnlyFans rich. No, not rich. Oh. We'll be wealthy. We will be wealthy off of OnlyFans, dude. Hell yeah, so dude. You're saying, so you're saying you would stay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, 100%. Dude, it's not going to stay. I mean, you know, long. <laughs> dude, my, my head, I would steadily be playing Plinko on her chest. Just, oh. I'd have a steady rash on my face because it's just rubbing on skin. Just fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. Dude, in two different places that I could like sleep at night. Mm-hmm. I like, just like. Sleep between these two titties tonight, or I can have like a double titty pillow. <laughs> We're buying three chairs in, in an airplane, so I can kind of sit and use it as a neck, a neck situation. <laughs> oh <right>. yeah, <laughs> fucking! I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm kind of stoned. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. thought about this recently, and you mentioned you grew up. Uh, you know, y'all didn't have a bunch of money. Neither did we. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Josh. No, no, you look not like a bunch of money, you look no. like a rich feller. No. Um, okay, breakfast for dinner. Was that exciting oh. at y'all's house? Oh yeah. What? That's, what are you talking about? That's fucking exciting now. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But at what age did you realize? Oh, we're having scrambled eggs for dinner because we're poor. Because that I just that, that I figured that I figured that I was like I figured that out as like 21 years old. I'm like I can't afford anything, but I can get eggs. And I was like, oh, my parents did this. You know, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Like pancakes and stuff for dinner. Yeah, pancakes, eggos, scrambled eggs, dude. Drenched in syrup. Like wait, oh, you you could afford eggos? Goddamn. 
I didn't mean Eggos. I meant the 18 pound bag of pancake mix. That's what I really <laughs> yeah. <did. laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. The fucking the yeah. powdered milk and the, the pancake mix. We had a lot of that shit. I know. We never did the powdered milk, man. I it never sucks. had. I never did that. Uh, I don't know if that's just like Texas milk is pretty readily available, I feel like. Yeah, you know. you would think, but it still costs money. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, that's true. Yeah. So that's why I don't. Like my dad, we had we ate a lot of wild game. I think that's how my that's dad like badass. smartly. I wish like, that I could have done that. Yeah, yeah, and it, and for us that was poor. Like for me, like I, I I don't think that's I don't think that's poor though. I think that's using the resources that are given to you. How he had grown up, and then how my you know, I think up until like my generation, that's when people like stopped, like fully stopped doing that. Because I would talk about I would have some of my friends over. Which I rarely did. Like yeah. my dad, yeah, yeah, my yeah, I wasn't, and I wasn't because I was like, "What are you going to come over? My dad's going to wake us up at six a.m. to go feed horses." And <laughs> I got like, my buddies work. Like, yeah, my buddies like uh, they would come over a couple times, and I'm like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I'm like, we're having fun, but like we got a full day tomorrow. They're like, oh, let's stay up and do this. I'm like, you guys stay up. But I'm, yeah, my dad's I got shit to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got shit to do, man. Tired, Come on. <laughs> and so, um, but my dad, uh, I, well, my buddies would come over and we'd have like, I mean, just even the basics like summer sausage or breakfast sausage um, or uh, uh, chicken fries. We do uh, summer sausage, great. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, uh, fr- fried backstrap. Um, and my dad would give it to my friends and they're like, this is amazing. <laughs> We're just eating on it, dude. But they would, uh, and then I go to my friend's house and they were always like pre cooked meals. And it was like, or, or they would order out pizza. And it's like, <clears throat> yeah, if that's, if, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're talking about being poor, eating wild game. Like, dude, no, that's <laughs> to me, that's the complete fucking opposite. Because yeah, you grew up eating good shit versus yeah. the stuff that everybody eats now processed foods and I mean yes. we still did a lot of that like my dad got in trouble for sending me to school for like six months he sent me to school for with SpaghettiOs every day dude I can't eat, like, I can't eat spaghetti to this day hey, I don't really? like I cannot them. eat I don't it like them. or ravioli yeah, well, I still mess around with them I went so, <laughs> part I got actually I Remind me about remind me remind me about ravioli in a second I got a story but or not really okay. just a statement but Dude, my mom made spaghetti by like the big pot for oh, months yeah. at a time because it was cheap as shit to make. You know, and that's oh, yeah. what you would eat for all meals. You take it to school, all that shit. I it's just carbs. It's just pure straight carbs. Straight carbs, Because it was whatever the ragu. Yeah. There was no added meat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so yeah. it's just vegetables, sugar sauce <laughs> yeah. on fucking carbs. Just a loaf of bread with pasta sauce. And, and now we yeah. wonder why Burley has a weight problem. Um, <laughs> 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 fucking... Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't eat that shit to this day. But fun fact: every once in a while, we get the cheap Kroger or HEB uh, raviolis. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. even heat those fuckers up. Out of the sure. can, into the man, dude. Give me a fork, and I'm going to town. Fuck yeah, yeah dude! And every once in a while, every couple of years, I get a hankering, and your boy goes and buys. Uh, not Chef Boy or D. I'm going off brand because those are the good yeah. ones. Give me the chemicals, dude. <laughs> 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 
And even, dude, even when I made fucking minimum wage and couldn't afford a damn sandwich, I still couldn't eat that shit. It was terrible yeah. to me. Dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put in the time, bro. You gotta put in the time. Fucking, okay, I got well, I, think, like, I didn't, I had like, I would see my friends when I go over to their houses, I would just have it like one time. Yeah. And then I'd come back and I'd be like, daddy, this stuff is great. And he was just like, we're not buying it. We're not buying that shit. And so, uh, up, up until I was like probably 10 or 11 and then no, probably like eight or nine. Cause he was sending me, they were, they raised the prices on school lunch. And oh, so shit. I went, uh, my dad, so I grew up in Florence, but there's a town called Georgetown. That's I like, know of that one. It's okay, small yeah, as yeah. shit, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> we're, we're like 20, 20, 30 minutes outside of Georgetown, but my dad faked an address so I could go to Georgetown. Oh, nice. Yep. And so all of my free meals left and they were like, nobody here's poor enough to need government assistance. And so, and if you do, you got to go through this whole long process. Well, my dad didn't want them looking into why I was going to that school because yeah. I was already not supposed to be going there. And so I couldn't apply for the regular lunches. So I had to either pack my lunch or I had to pay $3 a day to get my lunch. Eesh. And so that would have killed my family. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'll buy you a 99 cent can of raviolis and we'll send you to school with that. And, uh, uh, but there was no microwave. So like every day I'm just like cracking open a cold can of <laughs> raviolis. Um, yeah. It's, that's the, <laughs> and the teachers uh, had a problem with it after a while. Yeah. I got a, I got a question for you right quick then. Yeah. And this is totally off topic. <laughs> anything. Like we're not even, we're, we're, we're changing topics. <laughs> so, Burley sends a list. He has topics and shit that he, you know, shit that pops into his head. And he sent, and he sent the list. And I thought, I've got a fucking good one. This is, okay. this is funny. <clears throat> <clears throat> Have you ever jacked off at work? Oh, yeah. Nice. Right, okay. So, okay. <laughs> tell you, go ahead. Tell so, your story. Please, yeah, who's, got the, who's got the best jerk off at work story? Go ahead. Please tell your story. <laughs> so I don't know if this is just like, I don't want to make that sound like, I, I answered that very quick. And oh, the no. reason I did Oh, I answered it pretty fucking quick too when I <laughs> I don't know how many people, I don't know how many people are actually doing this. But so I built power lines for uh, nine years. And so I was a, uh, I was an A-class bucket man. Um, I mean, I went from, I, I started as a ground hand, like shoveling and at 18 and I worked my way up into the bucket. And so uh, there's a lot of times where you're up there and like, um, you've got lines untied. So you're holding on to, uh, you seem like, the pole goes up, there's a cross arm and the, right. the wires are laying out. So yeah. what, what we would do is I'm trying to say, they can't fire me. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so I go up there <laughs> and I grab, I get two of the lines and you would put them on your bucket and you would swing away. Like you would move your bucket up and away. And then somebody else would go grab the other one and then they would spin it away. And then the people at the bottom, they would use a, a crane to pick the pole up, put a new pole in, and then you would fly the stuff back in and place the lines back on. So you're replacing that pole. Yeah. And sometimes that takes like two to three hours. Like if the guy's down there. If oh, you got time. And so you're sitting up there. And so what I would do is I would make sure everything's safe. you got to put like your orange safety covers on. Uh, they're called guts. And so you put all your guts on the line. Everything's tied off. And then I would just go to the bottom of my bucket. And I had a fan. And I put a fan on it. <laughs> And I just like watch YouTube videos and I watch it. And like, 
I guess once or twice a week, you know, I'd be up there and I'd just be like, I'd like to okay, pick over that yeah. bucket, like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one of these bad boys out, dude. In and, the uh, bucket, bro. Yeah, Hell that's yeah. a lineman right there, dude. You get your, <laughs> hey, and they would wear, you would wear these rubber gloves. And so it would protect you from, you know, you're holding 14,000 volts. So you have to wear quarter inch to half inch thick gloves. And so, I get that thing in there. That's the strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real line right there, I, dude. I thought, you gonna, I thought you were going to say it kept your hands sweaty and moist. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some lineman grease. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, that's, pretty, that's, that's pretty good. I didn't think uh, – I pissed I pissed in a bucket when – I pissed in a bucket and threw up in a bucket when I was up there. But Yeah. Oh, did uh, you – did you? I never. I'm not a lineman. I, I work on traffic signals. Okay. <clears throat> so I used oh, to. Yeah. So, I, so when I would. So when I would get in the bucket, you know, being hungover or something. I mean, I, I've thrown up in the bucket so that I didn't <laughs> reach over and and throw up on traffic or something, or or I had to piss so bad like I can't fucking stand it. Like goddamn, there's already a little bit of water in the bottom of the bucket. Like, what's gonna make okay. a fuck? Like yeah. whatever. You know, and, we had yeah, but I've never, never, never jerked off in there. That's a new one. So, <laughs> if you got enough time, you got enough time on your hands. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well mine, mine was mine. I have done it at work, but I did it in a porta potty. Oh, yeah, it's pretty fucking bad, dude. That, that's, that's okay. So I, know, I know y'all both work. Y'all both work in like high up places, but that puts a new meaning of don't look down. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? Dude, it was, I'm telling you, that's what I said. That's what I said, man. I was like, it's after I did it, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Dude, I've been hard up. I've been hard. I've been boned up. I want to get rid of it, but in a porta potty. So, so were you talking to like, were you talking to like your girl or something? Like, no, was she like sexy? No, it wasn't even. <laughs> No, man, I don't even know. And what made it even worse? How old were you? Sorry. I was in my, I don't know. I mean, I. Last week. It was last week. It was last week. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. No, what what made it even worse is that they were talking about something, and I was just like, eh, I gotta go piss. Let me find this video. And then, uh, so I walked over there to it, and. It was the middle of summer. I was about to say, you got to be sweating in a porta potty. It wasn't even bro. cold, dude. It was fucking uh, summer. That's and you what just I hear said. Spanish going on around you. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> the fucking the, the goddamn Selena soundtrack. Here we go. No, no se puede. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it's just like construction noises going on. <laughs> it was dude. terrible. And I seriously, <sighs> after I was done, I was seriously going. Oh, what the fuck did I just do? That got so gross. Oh, I'll come out of some. Whatever, I feel better. Let's go dig this ditch. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's people should talk about that more. How sometimes, dude? Sometimes one of those bones gets a hold of you. Oh yeah, you're dude. just like, I gotta get this demon out. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've been at work and you had somebody shitting next to you in the stall. This. 
needs somebody <laughs> somebody taking a shit in the stall next to you and you just can't get rid of this thing, so you gotta take care of business with the oh. most quiet strokes to where your dick lips can't smack just <laughs> you know, you know. Hold on. What are your dick lips? <laughs> your dick lips, dude. Oh just yes, a, we talked about this. A, okay, so okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this is this is perfect. Okay. Oh, dude. Listen, dude. I'm not comparing penises. Oh, no, no, no. no. We're not comparing cool. penises. But oh, okay, God. so I brought this up last week. I was pretty fucked yeah. up. I said, hey, oh, it, every young boy has opened and closed their dick hole and like made it talk. Okay. Yeah. yeah what noise that. did you use? What noise in your head does your dick make? What what what's the voice sound like? What's the like? voice? My, I didn't put a human. Uh, oh, <laughs> I think mine was just like a one-eyed snake. <laughs> it just <laughs> right at you, <laughs> like yeah. a fish, like a fish. That's how I was making mine. I, I, I never I, put a voice to it. I, I never made I, it. I never. I never put, wanted him to be like you know. Uh, mine was like, me 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 me, 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 me. Hey man, this feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me like that. <laughs> I like this. Choke me, choke me, choke me. <laughs> yeah, I was worried about what he'd say. Dude. I'm not like, I'm giving him a voice. <laughs> All right, dude. So hey, on on the podcast, whenever we have a guest yeah. on, we have a. Rage and Pillage playlist on Spotify and we've been adding songs to it since day fucking one and we have a few hundred songs on there now but I need to get three to five songs from you that get you fucking going ready to rock dude okay man uh, first of all we're gonna go with uh, and I didn't they're they're made for like a pump up song right yeah yeah what gets you okay. going That's yeah whatever for you yeah alright cool so I've got uh, Sturgill Simpsons uh, is uh, oh yeah uh, oh yeah is, you can have the crown. Um, you can have the crown, and then uh, there it is. There it is, dude. Anytime I'm driving, I gotta turn this song down. Hell yeah! Or if I'm drinking while I'm driving. <laughs> but who does that? Nobody does that. What are you talking about? No, no, no. That's illegal. <laughs> yeah. That makes me feel. This one gets dangerous. <laughs> All right, that one's been added, get, sir. You're officially yeah. added to my playlist too. <laughs> yeah. So Paul Cawthon's uh, "Cocaine Country Dancing." If you haven't heard this one, is a banger. Anytime I'm looking to get the party started, here we go. Just the way it starts out. I like that. Yep, I know this one. Nineteen sixty-four Caddy Street, ready to stomp at a quarter to one. Just a looking for fun. I said a twist for me, baby. Hit a rip for me, baby. Take another shot, get lit for me, baby. Ooh, it's a quarter. Say that song name again. Cocaine Country Dancing. Cocaine Country Dancing. I had to wait just 25 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a jam. <laughs> I, once once his voice started, I was like, yeah, I know this one. This is a classic. Dude, yeah. All Coffin and that whole album, Room 41. Is I need to interest. I need to peep out the whole album then. I haven't heard the whole album. It is. That, that one kind of got away, got mainstream. Uh, and the rest of it 
kind of fell fell behind. But uh, it's a dude. That's a that's a slamming one. So um, you're not a you're not a hardcore red dirt country guy, right? Like, yeah, I would say. But I mean, I mean, uh, you said Toby Keith early, so you obviously listen to different stuff. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, I, I guarantee you from from Texas as well. Uh, you know at least one person that's like, if it ain't red dirt, it's shit. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and most of those people are just idiots from East Texas. Like they don't know shit either. Hey, um, hey listen, listen, like, listen. Like dude, hold like on, hold on. Everything, yeah, exactly. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if your music isn't broad, then yeah. you don't know anything. No, yeah, yeah, you can't say. But like Whiskey Myers, uh, my my. Uh, um, I grew up, my uncle was in a band called Paulison Band, and nice. um, they're about as red dirt. I mean, they pretty much stayed only in, uh, no, they, were, they they toured across the country for a little bit. Um, and then uh, like a Casey Donahue band, my dad went to no college sh- with uh, the bass player. No shit. Casey Donahue band. And um, so I grew up in, I mean, and also I grew up in dance halls all across Texas. So like I learned how to two-step um, when I was like, I don't know, four or five. No like I started shit. dancing with my dad's girlfriends or whatever, and uh, um, and listening to just honky tonks. That's what I love. Like that's one of the reasons. Reason I love uh, Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, because he was the first one that like reminded me of when I was a kid and I was watching my dad be a rodeo cowboy and like the songs that were played in that like particular era was like you know it was honky tonks. Dude, you know, fucking getting I, out there and singing it. I need to get a rodeo person on here. I want to hear some rodeo stories. That'd be wild. Dude, I'll send shit. you. I'll send you four or five of them. Yeah, I've got hit, some cool ones, but I mean, I only did it for like a very short amount of time. Like I was by the time like end of high school, and then like six months to a year outside of high school, and then when I got the job building power lines, I quit. So in so, t- in two years, how many bulls have you been on top of? Uh, between practices and like, and like actual ranch rodeos, um, dude. There's practices like yeah. on real bulls. Yeah, so uh, that's uh. how a lot of them get trained. <laughs> so are they not like? Are they not like as strong as the bull in the competition, or it is yeah. the same? You you have no idea. So what they'll do is they'll put these things out. Uh, they got like Calcutta's for um, uh, for ropers practice. And then the guy, they got, they got these bull stock contractors, and there's a million of them. There's so many of them. Uh, but only a few of them are certified. And so there's, there'll be a guy that comes up, and he's like, hey, I got 10 bulls. Uh, I'll tell you, this is a good story. I'll tell you this. One. Yeah. Uh, we got this guy come in to our uh, rodeo arena practice, and he brought in these bulls, and he brought them straight from Mexico. And so what these guys do is they bring them in, they'll bring them and they don't know what, how these bulls are going to buck or what they're going to do. Um, and so they get a cowboy on top of them. So sometimes they'll run them through these practice arenas. So we'll show up and we got like PRCA certified bulls. And this guy's like, Hey, I'll give anybody $500 to ride the big one. Holy shit. Like, okay. Oh, like if you can cover him eight seconds, he'll give you 500. And if you just get on top of him, he'll give you 250. Cause oh, nobody shit. would Dude, these bulls would show up and we're like, these are genetically modified bulls. Like, I'm not getting on these things. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm talking, you're crazy. You're insane. And so, but then there's always a cowboy. I've there's taken out, cowboy. I've taken out 12 cowboys. The bull's got tear marks on its face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker's dick is hard. I'm not fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just looking at you like this, dude, from across the I'm going to knock you off and take you over, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's going to fucking find a place to put that thing. 
And uh, Oof. Mr. So we had one time where this guy came in and uh, he brought 12 to 15 bulls. And usually during a practice, you're only going to get on like three times because you're going to get hurt. And yeah. So you want to get enough practice to where you can kind of get your motions in and get feeling like different, put yourself in different positions. And then so that you can kind of prepare for, for future rodeos. And so, but at a certain point, if you get on four or five and your, you know, your wrist is hurt or you're, you know, whatever, you're tired. Like there's, a, there's an opportunity to get fucked up, you know, like every time you get on those bulls, you got to kind of mitigate that. So you try to do like two or three times. Well, I got on this bull, this first one and, uh, the, the, the horns were still like sharp at the tips. And so you're supposed to barb them off, barb yeah. them off, right? And so that's supposed to happen like when you're branding or when you're when you're cutting bulls. They're supposed to do that like, you know, months before that. Because if they're not bobbed off, like it's gonna be an open wound and there's infection and you don't wanna be transporting the bulls because they get all in the same category. And uh, okay. Have a bloody wound that they're rubbing in another bull's ass. Right. And so and it's getting shit particles in there. So hey, hold, hold on, you're getting me horny. Turn. Hold on, to, to, yeah, to quote Rodney, hold on, you're getting me horny. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we get up there, and uh, the first couple guys ride, and one of the bulls hooks one of the cowboys, and it it like goes like into his breastplate, and then kind of gets hung. And so I'm looking in there, and I see the guys, I see all the bulls that are loaded up in the chute. And they all have like, I mean, their horns are their Mexican bulls. And so they're like, I mean, just tight, sharp horns. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm not getting on those things unless you, you know, I, I didn't mean, I was like, I'm not getting on those things with that sharp of horns. I'm just not. Fuck yeah. It. And so, uh, and the guy was like, oh, no problem. And he went over there and got a sawzall and just fucking sawed him off and blood's like spurting up. Yeah. So now I'm he's getting, pissed. Yeah. He gets tied <laughs> off and I got. Fucking blood spurting all over me, and I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm a cowboy, but this is some fucking crazy <laughs> shit. And then I, I'm getting tied off, and that bull turns around, like, gets his his head turned, and he looked up at me, and the, the way he looked at me, and I was like, I'm dead. He said, I'm about to fuck you <laughs> up. Yeah, he looked over, he was like, oh, you thought that was you talking shit? <laughs> what are you like, doing? It's getting hard now, <laughs> yeah, dude. And so they turned those things out, and they were just. I mean the rankest. I, we were we were flying off like frisbees. Off God the damn! Stands, and how so many people? Like that. How many people in their fucking careers in practice? Oh, a ton. I mean, God we'll damn. Have, we'll have probably at any practice arena. Probably there's probably about thirty guys that show up. Only twenty actually get on the bulls because that's you know like you gotta. A lot of them get up there and they're like, I'm going to do it. And they get up there and they're like, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Or they're like, oh, I'll do it next week. My wrist hurts. And it's uh, like, okay. Pussy. Uh, <laughs> and then some of them, yeah. truly, some guys just want to get on for the first time, just want to do one time, and then that's it. Then they rode a bull, and then they're out. And which is fine. like, oh, hey, I rode a bull. You did. Are you interested in that at all, Josh? Um, You know – Honestly, no shit. Like I, I never really thought about it, and then when I watched the show, and I, and I'm not, I wasn't saying that I could do it better, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think get I want to get on the, I think I want to get on an electronic bull first and get thrown <laughs> off on the padded, the air blown up bullshit yeah. in the bar thing. You'd be like first. that chick in the and John Travolta then, and then I'll movie. I'll be like, you know what? 
nah, I can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a practice. It's a buck ride. I don't know if you guys saw that on the Yeah, Ray, he was. I, yeah. So what's yeah, the deal? Okay. There, yeah. So you're almost a Heil Hitler in it. You got to hit the chest with the arm. Yeah, and then yeah, 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 yeah. That does get us kicked <laughs> off YouTube, dude. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> no, but that's your, that's your stabilizing. And so when you're, when you're coming out, you're bringing your um, – you're making your body as, you know, try to weight distribution as possible. Yeah. So you're going like, I mean, you might come you out. To, you got to feel what the bull is about to do, right? Yeah. So you're, you're just moving and his weight is is moving on his shoulders. Yeah. And so if he goes out like this, you want to kind of lean out and put your <coughs> leg and your arm out and then shove your leg back in and then turn back this way if he does that. No well, like there's so many different techniques. What about horses? Like, what's the difference between horses and a bull on the bucking thing? On the but honestly, on the bucking thing, there's real. There's not like a. Like I mean, it's kind of the same concept. Like whatever. Is it one, is one harder than the other? Oh, horses are 100 percent harder than riding bulls. Why don't they get all the pussy? Because <laughs> they're my brain uh, always goes right to the pussy, dude. Like, here's here's what I'm saying. They all get pussy. There's tears of it. There's uh, tears of it. One of them's floppy. One yeah. of them's toit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's buckle bunnies all over that arena. There's plenty to go around. And Gotta love a good buckle world. bunny. But I mean, oh, some no, but some you. guys are getting three and four at a time. In a yeah. clip. Rodeo clowns. God, I fucking... I'm, not, I'm like a one-woman man. I don't need four or five of y'all. I got... Go. <laughs> right, how many songs... Work. How many songs was that? That was three. That was three. I'm definitely God going damn, with... Uh, Goddamn Josh keeping the show together. I love it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to... <laughs> hey, man. I, I mean, I'm enjoying this, but... Uh, you know, Jeremiah was, was a bullfrog. Jeremiah <laughs> was a bullfrog. Dude, if I'm if I'm like stressed out and I'm at a uh, comedy club and I'm about to go on stage and I got a comic or somebody uh, that's just like jabbering at me and I, you know, it's like distracts you, I'll put on this song and this song gets me so amped up before I go on stage. I don't know. Hell yeah. And it's just silly and bouncing. Jeremiah was, was a, a bullfrog. Is this it? Was a good yeah. friend. That's somebody else singing it, dude. a solid fucking pick dude that is and it, everybody yeah. sleeps on it it's from the 60s and they just like man they just figured that one the that dude's out. voice didn't sound yeah. like the og but oh. i added it but that's all the spotify had all right you got I, one last one, one or you want to move on to the yeah, rmps dude here's one and this is just all every time it comes on uh it is it's a banger and uh, it gets me hyped up for whatever reason, but it's the uh, Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chicks. Hey, that dude, is a twist. I love, I love this one then. 
That's a twist. <laughs> I, I, I don't. They're not, the, they're not the Dixie Chicks. Don't be racist. Uh, they're fucking chicks now, dude. I, I still got the fucking. I got the cassette. Tape. Right. Couple one, two, three. Tape. Who was? Dude, I hate when it comes on and says the chicks, and I'm like, oh my god, like you're the Dixie chicks. I fell in love with when they were the Dixie chicks. Yeah. Oh, dude, how's that not just get you? Mm. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. This does nothing for me, but. I respect it. <laughs> you just gotta. You're just like, oh shit, it's the Dixie chick. I'm just like, turn it up. Right. It, it's been added, but that one, <laughs> but that one, we had somebody else do Whitney Houston's version of uh, Jesus Loves Me. So that's on the playlist uh, as well. So. <laughs> Oh, those are two drastically different things, dude. I just put the Dixie chicks on there. (laughs) They love Jesus like George Bush, dude. Uh, Oh, man. So so they don't want to be called Dixie chicks anymore? I don't know. I don't listen to that. They don't know because it was because Dixie is racist. Oh, I Dixie thought they were mad about the chicks do. part. Because I call them the Dixie bros. I can't. The one that had the problem with George Bush, all the other ones were like, Oh well, really? Well, they, well, after the I thought that like after the whole George Bush thing, like they they were like pretty much obsolete, yeah. and then eventually they came back with some new songs, and they were like, "No, fuck this, we're not gonna do Dixie anymore because it's racist, uh-huh. it's Southern, it's well, whatever, whatever." So we're taking Dixie off of there. We're only the chicks, and it's the same thing with uh, Lady Antebellum. They didn't even. But they never had any good songs. You didn't even know. You're gonna sit here and tell me that <laughs> you didn't know what antebellum was. Yeah. And how is that? Hey, I'm like, I'm, don't lady, play with me, hey guys. Don't make up a fucking famous band and then say, "Oh, you know what? That that actually antebellum. That actually is pretty fucking racist." What's antebellum? I don't fucking I don't, know. Dude. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it just, it's something about. It's something. It has something to do with fucking slavery. It has something to do with back then, and they're and they're like, you know what? No, we can't do that. We're not even going like to talk about antebellum, it. Yeah. antebellum era or whatever. Like, it's, it's not my fucking band. They're the ones who fucking chose to take antebellum out of it and just say the Lady A band. Yeah. Oh shit, that made me goddamn laugh, bro. Yeah, you get one of these. Get a couple of those. God, that was fucking fun. I don't even fucking know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It's not my fucking band, though. God yeah. damn. You gotta name yourself something. And the Dixie. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they that's just the Dixie they named people remember, you know? Yeah, like, they named their band something. And you're going <laughs> to sit here and go, oh, yeah, cool. Sure, sure. This is going to make us fucking rich and famous. So we're cool with it. We're not going to do any kind of research at all. And and especially with the Dixie Chicks, I mean that was the fucking '90s, pretty much, or yeah. you know, close to it anyway. But all Lady I know is Earl. They were way after the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Like, dude, you well, should have done your have. fucking research before. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's why I don't have a lot of respect for that. It's so lazy. Like, if you just want to get rid of the name, how about you talk about the Dixie 
that you know that's not racist, you know? Exactly. Instead of just pinning that on everybody and then everybody acting like it's not, like everybody wants to find the bad guy in that. And it's like, dude, how about instead of saying like we grow, we've grown, we've changed, and why can't we be, you know, proud of being from, you know, if somebody's from, I'm not from Dixie, but that's like the Georgia, Alabama, y'all were the real racist. Texas, we're not, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were just, we, we, we were just, just like, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Everybody else. Like, oh, we like, weren't huge on it, you know, Juneteenth yeah, and all, yes. but whatever. I always wanted, can we start a country band? It's, well, the name oh, will be spelled I N W A R D S. I don't spell well. You gotta say uh, it out loud. Can in, you not say in, it out loud? It's in words. It's in words? Yeah, in words. I am oh, N-words. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, we yeah. could be... Yeah. <laughs> we started a country band called the N-words. So, yeah, well, that's the point. Yeah, no, like, we're looking I'm at pretty, ourselves, n Yeah, dude, we're going N-word, but we're the N-words. And <laughs> there's no way that plays well, but it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, can I change my... Okay, so can I take the Dixie Chicks back? No, we can add one more, dude. You're okay. a fucking guest in this house. I just thought about this, and... I. Love this song, and it's not a very popular song, but every time I hear it, it's, I'm fucking. just imagining you about to make an N word song. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an N W A. Fuck the police. Dude. Yeah. No, um, uh, <laughs> it's a David Allen co song. No, I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, which oh, one? No, From the Biker no, Tapes? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't get excited. Uh, we can talk about that later. Um, the, <laughs> it's Toby Keith is the ugliest looking woman in the world. It's a live song. I heard that one. <clears throat> there it is. The Beaumonts. Gotta be There's Texas. That's the East Texas stuff. Toby Keith is the ugliest woman that I swear I ever seen. Dude, it reminds me, his voice reminds me of Mojo <laughs> Nixon, dude. He's just like a donkey, but he acts like he's some kind of beauty queen. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you think you've seen my scrat in a wedding dress come walking up your street That ain't no giant rodent, that's this woman by the name of Toby That's King. fucking hilarious. That was fucking great. Yeah, that was that was worth the extra ad right there. I appreciate hey, that. Toby <laughs> Keith sucked my dick. <laughs> you know, I looked up his net worth. I looked up his net worth not long ago. And yeah. I did not expect his net worth to be as much as it is. Well, isn't he on TV he shows and shit? Yeah, he's it's busy, like man. Three hundred and something million. You can't. Dude, knock he's got a yet. ranch with. If, go back and watch that Rodney Carrington special after this. He's got a. Um, uh, I think it's Laughter's Best Medicine, but at the end of it, he's got like a twenty-minute part where he talks just about him and Toby Keith's relationship, and he's like, he shows up to his ranch, and he's got like like servants and he's got a giraffe walking around and he's got like 60 cars in there. And he's like, Toby Keith standing out there just like chest puffed out. <laughs> and he, Rodney says he drives up. He's like, is that motherfucker going to sing to me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like looking at his car and he's like, that's a 1974 something fancy. Can't remember the name of it. <laughs> he's like, but I took a, I bought the last two of them. And then I blew one of them up in that field over there so I could have the only one. Did you? Because <laughs> like, I'm rich Damn. <laughs> Did y'all ever watch the uh, Eastbound and Down? 
Yes, yeah, that's my ultimate. The TV, way that you were just no talking fu- right now, there's no funnier show than Eastbound and Down. I'm going to say that. <laughs> the way Dean was just talking right now, yeah. he sounded just like Kenny Powers. Uh, Kenny fucking Powers. It's <laughs> <laughs> the bane of my existence, dog. I got. <laughs> <laughs> he, he called Kenny Powers a lot. I'm sure. Oh, so much. Dude. Yeah. I had to grow the mustache because. Well, Whenever I, 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 I uh, when I posted your picture, I had like four DMs saying you got Kenny Powers on the show. <laughs> yeah, Texas Kenny Powers. Dude. Yeah, hell yeah, way better. Well, hey, dude, Rage and Pillage podcast. This is the the last two questions of the of the show, and it's more work on your end because you got to tell stories. Yeah. We got the rage means your your favorite party story, and pillage means. The weirdest story that that you stole something that can't land you in jail. So <laughs> let's start okay. with uh, Rage, dude. What's your what's your what best is, party story? Okay, so party story. Um, man, I just got like a, I don't have any like super long ones. That's uh, fine. What was the one? I'm sorry. What was the one that you were gonna tell that you said it was like six months ago? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm known for I'm known for being fun at weddings. Like I am. I've got the kind of vibe that just like I. Everybody lets me get away with stuff that some people wouldn't let happen, you know? Whereas, like, if you heard the story from somebody else, you'd be like, what the fuck? And then, but they're like, it was Dean. And then people like, ah, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I'm getting out there and uh, we get to this wedding and it's at a private game resort. Nice. And there's a, there's a lake that's like overseen right next to the wedding venue. And so, like, you know, where you can take the pictures and uh, you have, like, this beautiful, gorgeous uh, lake that's out yeah. there. It's got reeds on it, and it's full of bass and trout. Nice. And so I bring my fly rod down there, and I'm not in the wedding. I'm just I'm, – they've just, You're just a me guest, too. yeah. Yeah, and so I get out there, and uh, I'm kind of fishing on the bank, kind of catching – you know, getting hits from little things, can't really catch anything. And uh, I start walking <laughs> through the weeds, and I find this boat. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So I holler at a couple guys. Everybody's like waiting for the wedding to start because they're taking like pre-wedding pictures and shit. And and so I get this boat out and I start taking people with me. Nice. So I'm getting like <laughs> I've got like three or four people, uh, and we're like in the middle of the lake, and I'm fly fishing out there, <laughs> catching bass and shit. And and they go in there, and uh, the lady was like, like all of a sudden somebody starts yelling at me, and I think that somebody else wants to come on the boat. So I'm like, yeah, 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 hold on. And so I, we just keep fishing. I got this other guy, he's, you know, catching fish. And uh, they bring it all the way up. And we're out there just, you know, pounding beers. And um, so I'm starting to get all fucking amped up and we're having a good time. And then they start yelling again. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, all right. So I, I get back on the boat, like, you know, motor back over to the shore. And then we hop out and they're like, hey, we're trying to take pictures. And you guys are just all in the pictures. <laughs> And they were also like, where did you find that boat? And I was like, I just found it in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like, they were like, did you get permission? I'm like, no. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> They'll like boat, I'm not going to sink it, dude. Yeah. You know, like, it'll be fine. I'll put it back. If they, I'll put $5 on the, on the, you know, on the boat to pay for the gas that I burned. And then, uh, and it's like the rest of the night, like every time, you know, some, like, somebody would come up and be like, dude, do you want to go to the boat? I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so we're just like going back and forth and yeah. in between the, you know, the wedding and the boat. And I'm out there, I, you know, took some chick on a moonlit, uh, oh, shit. Uh, little, uh, little serenading session. And then I get back. <clears throat> and so I've got this, I got this bass and I'm like, it's time for the, like the, 
you know, the party, uh, where they're the part where they're opening up the presents, you know, yeah. and like, uh, they're cutting the cake and stuff. And so I just take a, I find a, a, a little wooden box that they had out there for like decoration and shit. You know? Yeah. And so I take that out. I put a fish in it and I close it. And then I stick it over. <laughs> From the best That's man. That's pretty fucking funny. That's pretty fucking funny. And, so they, and I didn't know. I thought they opened up the presents on the day up, but they don't open the presents. Bro, they take them home, bro. I was like, watch when they start opening the presents. And stuff. I forget about it. Right? <laughs> and so it's like two in the morning and everybody's hammered. And so they start coming up and they're like, who the fuck put a fish in a box? And I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What asshole did that? Yeah. Like, until then, that's the first time I've told them that I admitted to that. And that's <laughs> fucking funny, dude. They'll never see it. But yeah, so, um, do just shit like that. And it's even, even when they, you know, like, um, I just like when any, anytime shit happens like that, they're just like, oh, it's Dean. Oh, that's fine. See, like, that's, <laughs> I wish I had that. I do. I'm doing similar things, but they don't do that. They're just like, fucking <laughs> this guy. So <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I just got the baby blues or the, the whatever the smile, whatever. It gets You're too pretty, bro. You're too pretty of a human being. That's a problem, dude. Yeah, look at you. Compliment me, dude. Hold on, I'm, I'm almost dude. there. Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you jerking off at work right now? Dude? Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking. <laughs> 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 All right, dude. Pillage, dude. What? What do you? Everybody's stolen something. I don't care if it's chapstick or a fucking so, car. What do you got? So for my rage and pillage, both were both were very short. Um, but with a rage, I used to get blackout drunk. I stopped when I was about twenty five because nice. I realized that I need to like. There's just there was just too much shit out there. And I was, my luck my luck was dry, my luck was drying up, and so at some point something was going to happen. But I was in Kingsville, Texas. And I'm pretty sure I can't get in trouble for this. Um, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck it. Hell yeah, Texas. dude. He said, but fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so we were out there and we were we were drinking in this bar. And um, it's called the Hula Cowgirl. And we were outside. We were kind of going from, we had bottles of wine in the truck. And so we didn't have a whole lot of money. And so we were going into the bar, having like a beer, dancing with girls. Nice. And then we'd go out to the parking lot, chug half the wine, and then come back in, grab another beer, and then sip on that for about 30 minutes. That wine so will we, get you, bro. <laughs> well, it gets you drunk, and it gets you just happy. Yeah. You're yeah. just fucking, all right, just fucking hanging out. <laughs> and so uh, I, get, I get probably two bottles of wine deep and probably four or five beers in a four-hour period. Yeah. And it's like midnight. And so we go out to the cars to get another sip of wine. And this dude has this brand new Mustang and it's parked right next to us. And so we go out there and uh, I'm like, um, you know, I'm talking to the guy. Everything's cool. And uh, all of a sudden my buddies turn around and the guy is just like the guy standing there and I'm backing the Mustang up. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? And and uh, uh, the guy was like, um, uh, the guy told them. He was always like, oh, just going to take it for a little drive. And so like, okay, whatever. And so I go across the parking lot where it's like an open field. Yeah. And I start doing donuts. <laughs> I start doing donuts out there and it's just like, I mean, it's an open field. Nothing's, everything's cool. And everybody do the crowd. What, you, starts what are you driving? A Mustang. No, okay, like a brand okay, okay. new at the time. In it was a like field. a 2014 Mustang. In a field. And in a field. Yeah. It's just kind of like an empty God parking damn. lot. It's like overflow parking for the bar. 
in case they have like a concert or something. Okay, so it's, it's hard. It's just, hard dirt then. Okay. Yeah, it's hard dirt. Yeah, it's all kind of packed. Okay. And, but there's a few. There's a few little ruts, <laughs> and so. But I'm just having fun with it. I've done it before, and so I'm just fucking. Yeah. Well, this little crowd starts gathering. I see them, and I get excited, and I start doing more. And then the <laughs> cops, like like two cops, just pass by as I'm doing it. And oh, there's just shit. a cloud of dust that's everywhere. <laughs> and they pass by and I'm like, oh shit. And I stop. And then they go like one light down and then both turn their lights on and hook a, hook a, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, fuck. But I stop and I'm like, it's not my car. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, nice. I like, put this bitch in park. Yeah. I put this bitch in park. I haven't done any damage. I haven't hit anything. Yeah. And so I just fucking put that bitch in park. I get out and I just fucking book it. I book it all the way down. I go like two streets over, one street up. <laughs> and then I come back and I just like pop back into the bar and everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you okay? Like, did the cops catch you? I'm like, no, what are you talking about, dude? Keep it quiet. Be cool. Be, be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Dude. Be yeah. cool. And they were like, the cops just came over there and then they came over to talk to the people and the guy was like, yeah, that guy just fucking stole my car and just did the donuts and then just took off. Like, you know who he was? He was like, I don't know who he is. Apparently what I told the guy was that he wanted cigarettes and I was like, I'll get you cigarettes. I'll go get you cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so and I was just going to do like one little donut in the parking lot and then drive to the gas station. And I said, fuck it. And I fucking went fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, went hard. And I knew I was pretty, I mean, I was, I was, like I said, I'm two bottles of wine drunk. Hell and yeah. Probably five beers in. I was hammered. And then I came back and they're like, Dean, you just get away with everything. <laughs> like, you never get in trouble. But you, yeah, you so, didn't even get the guy's cigarettes. No. Didn't even get a cigarette. <laughs> that, I like that. That was the focus. Wait, what about you know? what about the cigarettes? Like, yeah. I, I gave him a cigarette I that I had. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thanks for the car. Uh, and um, and then as far as pillage goes, I have a. Uh, I mean, I've, we've stolen some, you know, uh, some things. Uh, being degenerates, just stealing cigarettes out of people's cars. And, I, I want to. I want to preface this with, I steal probably once a week. Okay, but but it's but but it's always it's always from like big business. Like I don't don't steal from small paper from the yeah from the. Dude, I will beat the most expensive steak at fucking Walmart and just (laughs) it goes right in the bag. You know, (laughs) like that. You know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It feels good. um, I feel bad about uh, stealing unless it's from like the state of Texas or if it's from like the government. And so, uh, <laughs> even um, wait, oh, okay. Well, you're leading into something. I like this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, when I was, I was probably 18 or 19, like right after it was the summer after high school. And, uh, I would go out, uh, drinking with my friends. We go back road. Yeah. So you can't, you can't really, you find somebody that's sober, usually somebody's girlfriend. Like I'd be talking to a girl and I'd, she doesn't drink. Yeah. And so I'd get her and we'd try to like, really the purpose was to just try, drive around and try to find house parties. But really what would end up happening is somebody would score a 12 or a 24 pack of beer and we would just put it in the back and then drink and then toss, you know, toss yeah. the cans in a container that we kept later for recycling. And then we would uh, we just drive around, listen to music, and just act degenerate. And so uh, what we used to do is, well, I guess we can't tell that part. We used to just do different things. And yeah. then one time, we uh, all the way down 
the highway leading outside of town, there was these uh, cones, and they were yeah. like fixing the road. But they had the cones, and then they had these little like uh, flashing bulbs that they would put on top of them to like let people know. Like there wasn't any streetlights out there. The country, there's no streetlights, and so if there's like hard construction, like every other cone, they would put this like flashing bulb on. And so yeah. one night, we just and I mean I like 100% blacked out, but I remember us driving back to the house to back to my dad's house. And I'm just, me and my buddy are just yanking these things off. And like, they come off kind of easy. Hold on, hold like, on. You said yanking them off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child. I'm a child. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we're just fucking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we're so, work. Uh, they're put on there with like an Allen head wrench, right? And so there's like these catchers. So if you got an Allen wrench, you can kind of, kind of like slowly take them off, right? Nice. And then when they, they loosen up, they just pop right off. But we were just, the first couple we were like hitting with baseball bats and shit, <laughs> trying to get them off. And then we realized if you just, if you just had like grabbed them with your full hand and then the, the, the part of the cone that he had attached to, you just smack it on the, uh, the uh, tailgate, it would just pop right off. And no so we shit. were like, oh shit, it made it easy. So we we're just going, we got like a, like 250 of them no down shit. this highway. Yeah. And so we're just like, bam, we're just throwing them like, see how many we can get. Uh, we felt like they looked like the, you all seen Twister? Yeah. So it looked oh, like those yeah. bulbs from Twister. Yeah. Nice. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So we were going to get them and we had this fucking, uh, you know, out of Dorothy. Hole. The what? I said out of Dorothy. Out of Dorothy. Yeah. The Dorothy. <laughs> thing. And I don't know what we were planning on doing with them, but we're hammered, you know, and you're yeah. 18, 19 years old, you know, you're drunk as shit. And so we get back. We get back to the house at some point. We keep drinking and then go to bed. And my dad wakes me up at like, uh, I don't know, like like 6.30 in the morning. And he's like, hey, what the fuck did y'all do last night? And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, man. Nothing, yeah, man. Like, I was just chilling here. Yeah. <laughs> we, went to the, we went to the rodeo arena, roped some, you know, did a little bit of roping, and then we just came on back you know, at Dairy Queen, I think. Like, <laughs> Every small town in Texas has at least a Dairy Queen. It might, not, it might not have Dairy a Sonic. Sonic. It might not have a, have a Sonic, but it's going to have a Dairy Queen, guaranteed. You're going to get right. that biscuits Sonic and gravy. And or, uh, sorry, the beer. country. Well, oh, fuck, country fried steak. Yeah, they have that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, chicken fingers. And, Dude, uh, yeah. So gravy. they. So my dad came out. He's like, I'm gonna let. He's like, okay, well, uh, I know you did something last night. You want to go ahead and tell me? And I was like, all right, when he says that, he already knew what I did. So yeah. I'm like, well, I think we we might have, like, messed up some traffic cones or something. And he was like, he's like, all right, well, go look outside real quick. And I looked um, outside, and the, the entire back of the truck is like a beacon signal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, ah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so he's like, go take your, like, their cops are going to catch you. Like, the whole, like, fucking, they can see it from Georgetown. He's like, so go take them back out there. And you want you to go put them all back on. And I'm like, fucking. All right. <laughs> God and so we go damn. out there and we're just like slamming them on. We're just like <laughs> chunking them out. And then he drives up behind us at like eight o'clock and he drives up behind us. And he's like, he's like, I called. The, he, he knows the local sheriff. And so he's like, I called the local sheriff, told him you guys were out here. And he's like, he said, every single one of those better be put on exactly how like they were. And so he gave us the little, like, he went and got the Allen wrench tool. God so we damn. Had to sit there where we had just, like, banged them all off. We had to sit there and loosen every single one, 
set it on, loosen it back, and just hung over in the Texas heat and just <laughs> yeah. up like thirty times. Fuck it was that. Miserable. Well, that's pretty. That's a that's pretty solid. That's, that's yeah, a fucking, yeah. You stole that's from the state. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you stole from the state. That's pretty fucking solid. That's a, that's an impressive <laughs> gave it right story. Back. Gave it right back. For now, he's yeah. planning his revenge. Yeah, I've seen his manifesto. It's pretty solid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, thank you for being on. This has been a goddamn blast, dude. It's been a blast, man. Thank you guys for having me, dude. A lot of these Zoom ones are awkward. But this has been since I got on, man. This has been. Oh yeah, that's, that's what like we want. We're just, just talking. We're just here to party, bro, and just chit chat. Right. Well, bullshit, whatever comes up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, that's hey, awesome. uh, you have a show tonight, right? Yeah, yeah I the got a Hans show Kim at one, right? uh, the yeah the Hans Kim. So it's Hans Kim and friends. Um, it's gonna be uh, me, Derek Poston, um, uh, a bunch of bunch of funny fucking comics are gonna be at the Vulcan. Uh, and I think it's almost sold out. So yeah. So if, if y'all are in the Austin area, you're watching live right now. Fucking get down there. It's gonna be a fucking blast. Hey brother, oh, yeah, you have a good one, man. We're gonna get the fuck out of here. Hey everybody, yeah. see you Thanks, next dude. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, now you know. Dude.